Welcome to The Crunch with Crib Creative. I'm Jess, and each week we're going to be diving into the stories of some of Perth's best agents and business people, how they got where they are, and what they learned along the way. Welcome to a special edition of The Crunch, recorded live at RE Bar Camp 2018. This episode features Derek Baston discussing dick pics versus courtship, relationships in a modern real estate market. Okay, now you've had some consummate communicators stand in front of you and Nat, that was wonderful. I'm going to read and I know that's a bit odd when you're giving a speech but I'm not going to miss anything um, and I'll give it a crack and we'll see how we go. So I'm very fortunate that I'm here today speaking to all of you and I appreciate the opportunity. Now, I assume, like me, some of you were watching the Dockers last weekend for at least half a game and then you changed channels. And on the other channel, there was the royal wedding. And I want you to know now that my genuine fear, as I stand up here, is I'm going to be that American preacher. Okay? Now, now he was very fortunate. He had two billion plus people as a captive audience and some very squirmy royals. So I've got less people, but let's hope it's not the same process. Anyway, today we talk about dick pics versus courtship. The topic may seem a little odd, but it relates to all of us and our very necessary and continuing shameless self-promotion as salespeople. Now you'll all be pleased that even though Alana Earl from Crip Creative insisted that I have slideshows, we're not doing it. There will be no dick pics today. So there were no actual dick pics. I know some people are, disp- some people are leaving the room. Anyway, so why, why do men send dick pics? So I'm reliably informed by the Tinder and Grinder users in this very room that some people like to send pictures of their dicks. You know, just uninvited, unsolicited photos of their dicks. And women quite rightly complain. They don't want to see these uninvited pictures of pasty members. That's right. These pics are offensive and they're unwanted. And sure, male mating strategies include an element of boldness and exhibitionism. But now, smartphones and social media technology, unfortunately, allow what was once just the odd, dirty old man on the corner in his trench coat flashing intermittent passerbys to manifest more frequently and more easily. Today, every rooster can flash his tail feathers in an unparalleled stream of digital sexual harassment. So we have to ask, what good does it do these modern-day Lotharios intent on sharing their dick pics across the interwebs? Well, apparently not much good at all. Deep statistical analysis that I have studiously applied myself to suggests people find these dick pics an unwelcome intrusion. Or is that an unwelcome protrusion? Anyway, so why do men, I know, it's a dad joke, believe me, of course, not the men in this room, but other men, some other men, um, why do they continue with this unrewarding activity? Is it ego, power, sheer shock factor? It seems the more uproar, outrage and shock that these pics generate, the more powerful the perpetrators feel. And so it is too, unsurprisingly, in our industry, in real estate sales. 
full of egos and bravado, we find the same perversion meted upon our potential future clients. Truly, to the general public, most real estate agent individual marketing is the equivalent of a barrage of dick pics. It's true. As agents, it serves our purpose to inflate our egos, to demonstrate our prowess, our particular sales virility. But the majority of the punters who are assaulted with this particular brand of real estate marketing view us as self-important dickheads. Now, I've been guilty of this, and I will be again, pumping up my real estate chest publicly and telling the uncaring world how important and how good I am. It's good for my ego, but perhaps little else. Now, remember this. In the world of dick pics, there is only one time that you should be sending them. And that's when someone says, please, Derek, please send me a dick pic. That's right, if someone gives you consent, then go for it. In real estate land, what we want is a database full of clients on their knees begging for dick pics. <laughs> no, bear with me, it's called permission-based marketing. Real estate agents are like horse whisperers. We cajole, we suggest, we encourage, we support, and you earn, that's right, you earn the right to send dick pics whenever you want. So it's an old-fashioned notion in this world of instant gratification, but every potential and past vendor, every future and past buyer, every advocate, you must continually court. You must woo them. Always be giving of your time, of your expertise, give of yourself. Now the good news is, there are tools that we all have that allow us to maximise our reach. To give to one client and all at the same time. To develop a loyal tribe. The same magical electronic tools that have allowed for the proliferation of dick pics are the same tools that let us leverage into good old-fashioned courtship with the masses. So remember, courtship starts subtly and slowly. It takes time. First you buy flowers. Dinner. No, yeah, it's okay, I understand, I'll just come up for coffee. A foot rub. Netflix, and, and the next thing you know, you have the most magical of all things, a relationship. And I'll give you a really simple example. In the building today, there's a gentleman, a smooth-tongued silver fox, who we've all met, who's been playing this courtship game longer than most. And he has a long-running and very simple SMS campaign. Every Monday, I get a text. In fact, probably half this room gets that text, but I know it's for me. And I'll give you an example. This is how they go. Never forget that the greatest power you have is the power of positive choice. Use it today, DJ. It's the thoughts behind the words that you speak that create your attitude. No negatives coming from me this week, DJ. What's the point of working, pushing and sacrificing if the pot of gold you are seeking doesn't light up the sky, DJ? Now this bloke is in my life. He's got past my defences and I trust him. He's wooing me and I like it. Damn right I'm going to ask him for a dick pic. <laughs> and this is where we all have to get to with our permission-based marketing. Whatever platforms you're using, you need to develop a voice. It needs to be consistent, regular. Your message needs to be valuable and you need to be authentic. I should stress, 
digital marketing platforms are, are only part of the picture. Before you plug someone into an SMS campaign, an e-newsletter database, CRM contract tra tra trail, sorry, or social media tribe, almost certainly you need to spend real world time with these people. You need to press the flesh, you need to be visible to others, you need to get belly to belly, and again I say it, you need to give of yourself. Remember, the perfect dick pic opportunity in real estate parlance is that moment where the prospect who knows you, who trusts you, rings up and says, Derek, can you sell my house? What they're really saying in that very moment is, send me a dick pic. You're not an intrusion or a hindrance. You are now valuable and now finally they want you to come and tell them how good you are as a real estate agent. Now is your time. And trust me, when someone asks you to send you a dick pic, it feels good. So, some questions to ask yourself. Do you have a database? And do you market to it on a regular basis? I would be genuinely surprised if there are agents in this room who don't have some sort of database. And if you don't, you're not long for this industry. Ask yourself, are you guilty of sending dick pics? Or do you practice courtship? Do you woo your future clients? I would encourage everyone to think long and hard about the content you share with future clients. And for the record, everyone on your database and everyone that you meet is a future client, even if they don't own real estate. And I think Dave's explained how your circles can work and how touching one human can end up in your business growing. So everyone is a future client. So it should cut to your attitude with how you deal with everybody. So, Content done well will build and retain relationships. Content that does not provide value for future clients will have them leaving you in droves. And when it comes to content, don't panic. It's okay if you can't generate your own. Share content from other sources that you think your clients will appreciate and find valuable. Just make sure that you add your opinion, your authentic voice over the top so they attribute the value to you. And if you really want to crank this courtship thing up to the nth degree, start thinking in channels. So my definition of channels is a platform or a space that you control where you can leverage your position to talk to as many future clients as possible. This is sophisticated, maybe, and might involve some planning, but your future clients inhabit different spaces with different motivations. A real estate sale could be the furthest thing from their mind, or it could be all that they're thinking about right now. So use one channel to have a community voice, another one to have a real estate voice, another channel to have opinion pieces so that people can learn who you are and what your authentic voice is. But remember this, all roads should lead to your brand and to you. This way you can intersect with clients the way they want, at the point they want, whether that's in the Twitter sphere, Instagram, Facebook pages, uh, a web page competition tab, your e-newsletter, your blog, on CRM trails, and in the real world. The most beautiful thing is, if you make your channels clear, and they have clear voices and clear parameters, and by my, my pet hate, and I'm talking about clear parameters, if you've got a community page, don't put real estate shit on it. Because the people who are engaging in the community page aren't in the real estate space. Sorry, I jumped back. 
So if you are doing that, that's, that's the equivalent of sending uninvited dick pics, and we know that's not cool. But if you get those clear voices for each channel right, you'll start to attract future clients to each of your unique channels. And even better, because they now know you, because you are courting them, because you're loving them, they'll move between channels as your motivations change. It's like reeling in a fish, except instead of fighting you all the way, they start swimming towards you. I had a long-time client say to me the other day, he said, Derek, you're like a bunch of different people. You're living multiple lives. He'd been around long enough in our sphere of output and influence to pick up on the, the busy real estate agent vibe. Then there's this other guy who inhabits Facebook, who remote camps, has a motorbike, drives you and wishes he lived on a farm vibe. Um, then there's the guys always shit-stirring and stick-poking on issues that affect people in Vic Park vibe. And then ultimately, there's the family man at Kids Sport trying to make time to get to spend time with his wife vibe. So, sorry, I've, I've lost my spot now. Says my wife, she's distracted me. Um, now, everyone has these different facets in their life, but by sharing appropriately in the appropriate channels, it fleshes you out. Future clients feel like they know you. You're not one-dimensional. They'll not haggle over fees at the point of signing. They might say, is that the best you can do? And when you say yes, they go, okay. There's no conversation about the cost of vendor paid marketing. They know you. You have a relationship. They trust you. The only catch is, now, this is really important, you must repay their trust. You better be a bloody good agent. Don't bullshit, because you've accumulated so much emotional capital. If you bullshit, you won't just undo it, it'll go all the other way, because their belief of you will be destroyed. So you've got to be good. And I'll leave you with one of my little truisms. So I've got a million sayings, they filter into my life, and then they're like mantras. So one of the crazy voices in my head says this, and it's really simple. It's a rule about how you prioritise your time in the business of sales. And bear in mind, these things are in order of importance. And it goes like this. Relationships, 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 business. And another random thought for you. Do not ever let this business of yours become transactional, procedural, or process-driven. Use your interpersonal skills, your intuition, your negotiation skills, your humanity at every step, especially when it's not expected. Make every deal about the personal exchange. Humans love connection and courtship. They can be flattered and conjoled. Ensure that this is always part of the selling and settlement process. Keep the love alive. Why? Because if you don't want to be Ubered out of existence by a negotiating app and some AI software in a real estate portal, it is beholden upon all of us to keep the human element in what we do. Now, you've probably worked out I'm not going to speak for 20 minutes, so um, a little bit of interaction is in order. Um, so, can I ask, is there anyone in this room who can give us some practical or different tips about how they cultivate relationships in business? And I'm not talking about office Christmas party relationships. I'm talking about relationships with those future clients. So how do you get people into your database? First and foremost, something different. And I know we all have home opens, we call buyers back. But how do you attract people for permission-based marketing? Now, if no one wants to answer, I'll just keep talking. Sorry. Go on, go for it, mate. 
Unbranded. And so, and so what's the unbrand brand? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Facebook page and a website, a website. And is your name attached to that in some way? Not at all. <laughs> Do you think you should have your name attached to it? Not as a real estate agent, but just as a human who's interested in the Ellenbrook? Um, not really because, sorry, not really because we um, see a lot of these third-party uh, websites around that uh, basically people will send their contact details through and then they'll farm them out to agents. Yeah. Um, so from the consumer point of view, the, um, they're, they're basically sending their details to what they think could go to a couple of different agents, as where it just comes to me. I like it. <laughs> um, anyone else? Anything interesting for lead generation? Do people run more than one platform, more than one channel in this room? So, you know, we had a talk in the other room about um, lead generation and people were talking about their Facebook page or their web page, but this gentleman runs more than one Facebook page, obviously. You've got a business Facebook page as well? Yeah. yeah. So does anyone else do that? Do they have channels that talk to different parts of the community or different parts of your geographical patch at any one time? Hands up, no hands up, nobody does it? Nobody generates leads. Only one person does, and me. Right. Interesting. So I would argue, and regardless of whether you're a new agent or a very successful agent, that there needs to be more than one way for you to touch that community that um, ultimately are going to be your future clients. So that's something to think about from my perspective. Um, and then how do you keep delivering value? How do you keep the love alive? How do you keep people in your database? So I've talked about dick pics, and we'll just get rid of that term, but how do you prevent from spamming your future clients? What sort of, what sort of value adds do you provide? Are you always in real estate mode? Or are you talking to them at the level that relates to how they're living in your community? So now, maybe these are rhetorical questions. You're not all sticking your hands up. Um, I'll just keep asking rhetorical questions. I've got plenty of them. Go for it. Um, I was just going to say be relevant. Like, if you're on Facebook or on Instagram, whatever platform you're on, be relevant to that platform. Because people on Instagram aren't looking for real estate. They're looking for community lifestyle base. Whereas real estate, you know, it's a whole different kettle altogether. So your Instagram feed is full of what? Not real estate. <laughs> no, right. Is, is, it, is it more about your personal brand? It's more about our personal brand, us um, as individuals. Um, you know, it's kind of tied that we are real estate. People know that we are in real estate, but we do other things too, community-based, national-based, um, that it's not us as real estate agents, it's us as someone else. Yeah, so you're fleshing out who you are. And so do you throw a little bit of real estate porn in there sometimes? Uh, yeah, sometimes as needed. If it's um, good enough. Yeah, but it's got to be relevant, you know, like to that particular group. Yeah, yeah. So more than one channel. So you're doing it. Um, and I talked about borrowing content. Do people find it hard to generate content continuously? Is that something that you come up against? There's a, there's a nod up the bat. So I think just be really well read. So read what you think is going to matter to your community and ultimately what matters in real estate, but more importantly what matters to your community. Because you'll start to think like the content that you're reading. And to start with, sure, you'll be sharing some stuff and you'll be taking components of it. Um, and you attribute that. That's awesome. I can't even believe I've gotten near 20, so that's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> you're all going to get have a rest before 20 minutes, I think. So that's something that I think is easy to do. 
And if, as you do that, you'll start to generate your own content and it just gets easier and easier. And I can say that, you can ask a question. Um, using using other professionals' content. So I work with Derek. I'm married to Derek. Um, can, can I interrupt you? I get Le lots of dick pics. Not Lee really. is... <laughs> I don't. Lee, I don't. So one second. Lee ultimately delivers the content in our business. So from a social media perspective and all those channels and platforms, actually I do Jack. Yeah. She does it and I'm very lucky. So. <laughs> No, thank you. Um, but, but just getting back to if you're not a wordsmith, if you don't write, if you've not been in the industry for a long time, I'm not an incredible wordsmith. I, I, I tie Derek down and make, make him write a blog post every month and I'll, you know, beat him to get it. But other people like Ple uh, Peter Fletcher, are you here? Um, Peter Fletcher obviously is... is um, Resi Sets or a part of Resi Sets, they have a great blog. In most or most of my e-newsletters that go out, I send Peter an email, say, Pete, there's there's a blog post you've got on um, something to do with sales, I don't know, um, a bad final inspection or how to prevent a bad final inspection by being prepared. Is it okay if I pop that in our blog? I'll make sure that it links back to your website, that you're, um, you're the one who we acknowledge on that. Absolutely. I ask him every time, even though I know he'll say yes every single time, but that's the courtesy. That's, that's one other bit of content that I have for my e-newsletter. Derek provides the other one. Um, there might be a local business who might have an offer running where we can get a, you know, get $3 off a coffee or whatever it might be. So just look for things outside of the box. If, uh, you know, and you don't have to have a massive content to send out an e-newsletter. It might just be one blog post and, and an offer. It doesn't have to be a book that takes you three weeks to prepare. Um, so, yeah, use the people that are around you. There are lots of people you'll meet at events like this if you're new um, or look to do something different if you've been in it for a long time that might assist you in putting out some quality content. Um, you, can, you can employ a copywriter. I've done it a couple of times. We had a rent roll. I didn't know that much about property management um, and so I employed someone to write some articles for us and they were great, they were received really well. So just look at other ways to, to make what you're providing um, of use and, um, and something that, that your clients are going to, to not consider to be spam when they hit their inboxes. Okay. Last question, um, this is for everyone, whether I get an answer once again remains to be seen. Um, and this is for my personal curiosity because I've got a bunch of you in the room. Who in this room in the last 12 months has more than once sold real estate off a social platform, so not one of the portals, so only off social media, whether that's Twitter, Facebook, etc. Who's done deals off social platforms in the last 12 months only? Okay, so more, more than one, two, three, four. Now, it's an interesting phenomena, it's new, but if you run your social platforms properly, you are talking to all the buyers in an area, and I know I've jumped well away from, I'm off topic now, but I really, really want you guys to make sure that you are getting buyers to come to you. Don't be beholden to the big portals. Um, there is another way. Proper area specialists are doing it really, really well, um, and you can do deals for clients. You can do them quickly. They appreciate it, um, and, and we are certainly doing it, and it's become a phenomena. So, Think about that as a driver for having a decent Facebook platform. Okay, thank you so much for having me guys. I really appreciate it.
Thanks for tuning into The Crunch. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. So if you'd like to share them, please email me at jess at cribcreative.com.au. Don't forget to subscribe if you enjoyed the show and share it with anyone else you think might like it.